Hello, and welcome to the Sister Struggles Podcast. My name is Joanna Jama at Sister Struggles Podcast on IG, and this is my podcast where I dig deeper into redefining self-care. As a way for you to listen to your intuition, your needs, create better self-care habits and mindsets that serve you and not the roles you've been given. Then you can free yourself from burnout, people-pleasing, and toxic relationships. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to new episodes. Hey, welcome to another episode of Sister Struggles. This is Joe. Is there an echo? Is that an echo? No, I think we're, I think we're good. I think we're good. Anyway, <clears throat> speaking of technical difficulties, uh, first of all, so sorry about the last couple episodes and just probably how loud they were. I tried to cover up with a little bit of background music, but you could still hear either Frank, my dog, like licking on his bone, chewing on it, and being the loudest he's ever been with it, only when I choose to record. I feel like this is the millionth time that I've talked about this, but I feel like he's taking a nap right now. This is a good time. So good time to do an episode. One day I will have an audio engineer, somebody that I can just send all of these files to and can do this fucking work because sometimes it's a lot, but I do it because I love to do it. Also, I feel like I am struggling with that black girl urge to either go back to school, which I have no business doing. Like, I wouldn't even know what I would go back to do. I just think I'm itching to do something else or pick up yet another hobby or another side hustle, which again, way too many, Um, completely unnecessary for me to be taking on anything else, considering the fact that I already am very busy doing what I'm doing and barely have time as, as it is for that. But um, I was painting the other day and I was like, oh, maybe I could sell these. And I'm like, girl, can you just can you just paint for the fun of it, for the self-care of it all, just to enjoy the moments to yourself and not worry about perfectionism or the outcome or, you know, put everything that I would put on those paintings and that artwork that I do into Sister Struggles and my business in the podcast. So I'm just like, I don't think that's really what you need to be doing. So just enjoy, paint, and then just put it up or put it to the side. Or the whole point is there's nothing I have to do with it later. It's supposed to be just for that moment so I can enjoy my creativity. That's something that I've really been trying to keep myself in check about. Um, is yet just trying to get another bag as always. But that just plays into the strong black woman stereotype that I am every day trying to dismantle, trying to break down. I don't want to operate in that mode anymore. Um, so that's how my week's been going. Uh, otherwise, I can't complain. Um, really just figuring out what today's topic was going to be. And I think something that I've also been dealing with a lot is just vulnerability and how uncomfortable it feels, right? Like I know just with self-care and the work that I've done, the work that I do for others, I know that it is the most courageous thing that you can do. And I know that I've never regretted it, but I want to talk about how uncomfortable it is in the meantime, why it feels like shame, why it feels like weakness, why for me, I feel like I describe it like, oh, everybody can see all my secrets, or it's almost like I'm naked. And I'm not used to that because I only, one, have really, really recently done it with my close friends, you know, my family and really come to terms with it. But in my past, oh no, oh no, no, no. Like whatever I've told you, I have made an intentional decision to tell you that and nothing slips out. I'm not like, oh, now you saw me cry. Like, nope, nobody sees any of that. But um, like I said, 
trying to dismantle that stereotype because I knew that was only hurting me instead of helping me. And opening up to other people has been beneficial, especially to the people that I love. And it's only helped us grow closer. So back to what it feels like, though. It feels awkward. I feel like my body language is so obvious. And I can also just feel the changes within myself. But it's different for everybody. But I just feel like those are the common feelings and just in the moment what it feels like even though how you may feel about it later may change and so uh, again with strong black woman stereotype i just wanted to always be super unbothered like you can't look on my face and tell me what my emotion is like you aren't able to tell and i really took that as a strength and in, and in a lot of ways of, of course it definitely can be a poker face is a great skill to have but i think again it reinforces that front that i'm not going to show you who i am because for whatever reason it is deep inside, I don't want people to know. There's some shame attached to it, some secrets, whatever it is. When I talk about this type of vulnerability, it's not wanting people to see all the sides of you because it just feels gross. And you don't want other people to see those sides of you because of the perceptions that come from that. And a lot of times in general, people's perceptions are society's perceptions. So for example, crying. If you saw somebody crying out in public, I think that a lot of people wouldn't know what to do with that because it's an intense emotion. Um, I feel like a lot of people are like, why are you crying in front of people? Like, go away. I actually heard something like that recently on some podcast or TV show. And she was just like, oh, emotions. Like, I can't, I can't handle that. And that's exactly my point. I think people really don't know what to do with them. And so it's a lot easier to just act like you have a poker face. I also think about uh, a show that I was caught up in real deep. I was really, really late to starting it. But when I got into it, I was sick, <laughs> sick, just into it. Uh, but a scandal, which feels like a million years ago. But Olivia Pope, I feel like has demonstrates this stereotype so well, because the reason that I believe that this show was so popular is because she exhibited that stereotype, just being like bad bitch boss energy. She takes care of everything. She barely needs help from even an entire assembled team for her. Uh, and meanwhile, her relationships are in shambles. She's suffering from the most toxic relationships, specifically with her father, which she keeps going back and forth with because she thinks she can trust. But then once again, he just shows her that he can't be trusted. And then also the whole affair with the president, which obviously was the big, big plot. Uh, and uh, just how she deserves so much better than one going after somebody that that wasn't going to give her all of him or basically was going to make her wait. But meanwhile, in the other aspects of her life, she was killing it. So when I go back and think about that show, I'm like, I love that show. But it really did reinforce the fact that she never allowed herself to really be vulnerable. So it was a while ago, but I feel like it's connected to the vulnerability because if she allowed herself to say, hey, guys, hey, team, I need help. Or, hey, you know, I need a break, you know, or like she just disappeared, not say anything. But like she would it would always be like with this shroud of secrecy instead of just saying, hey guys, I'm taking a vacation. <laughs> She'd always be like missing. Um, and with same thing with the relationship with her dad and her, um, her man at the time. If she was honest, which again, I think is vulnerability. If she was honest, she could have said, hey, this isn't working for me or hey, I no longer need you and want you in my life. And I know, of course, she said that a couple times and I'm not blaming her that way. I'm just saying some actions that I feel like she could have taken a little bit better that, you know, 
wouldn't she wouldn't have to deal with the constant drama and chaos of TV setup, of course, but the constant drama of chaos of these turbulent relationships she didn't have to be in. Um, I think she was really addicted to it at that point because anytime she was sitting on the couch with her popcorn, like that was also a thing. Very rarely she got to do that. Oh, what was her slogan? What was her slogan? It's handled at all times. Even when it wasn't handled, it was handled. (laughs) And she was amazing. But uh, I look back at that and that's not a character that I'd want to emulate. In a lot of ways, yes, but in a lot of ways, definitely not. So my definition personally of being vulnerable is expressing yourself, not being afraid to show all the parts of who you are. And I really think that we have a lot more to gain than we realize when we're vulnerable with people. In my experience, I've been uh, pleasantly surprised because it has shown me potential weight. Frank, don't you see I'm trying to podcast? (laughs) It's it shows you I'm gonna leave this in. It shows you that there are people out there and people already exist in your circle that are trustworthy. And most likely they're trustworthy because they're that person we always say has been with us through thick and thin, has seen every up and down that we've been through. And I think again, when you continue to be vulnerable with people that you found to be trustworthy. Um, you gain new friends, you, gra- you gain new partners in dating, for example, and just new people around you and creating a circle of creating a circle of people that you trust. Because isn't that the ultimate point, right? Because when I think of friendship, especially now as I'm getting older, I'm always like, what's the point? Like, I'm not just hanging out with people to hang out with people anymore. If I hang out with this person, what are the reasons? I have to also gauge how I feel when I come back. Because whenever I'm expelling that energy, especially with just all that I've got going on and just managing it all, when I'm expelling that energy, I have to make sure it's worth it. I really do. I am on this journey of really recreating a lot of my friendships and my circle. And man, it has been so eye-opening because I'm like, I have intentionally put these people together that I know, you know, have XYZ qualities and have gained that certain level of friendship, just being who they are. You know, they're not jumping through hoops or anything. They're just being who they are and me being able to know that when I'm able, when I give to them, that they are not just takers. And that's just really important to me. And so when you take the chance to be vulnerable with people and to open up and to show people, not just when you're hurting, but also when you've got good things going on. Cause I know sometimes we don't want to tell people we've got good things going on because we are afraid somebody will shit on it. But it's like, there are people out there that are going to be your biggest cheerleader that are going to to tell you how amazing that idea is and that you should go for it. That to me is such a big win and something that you definitely gain. And also, in addition to that, just like the intimacy. When I say intimacy, I'm not just thinking about relationships. Again, in friendships, I want to... Uh, Another thing that I've gained in the times that I've been vulnerable and I really didn't want to be, felt like it was something necessary for me to do, you learn to accept yourself. Again, all parts of who you are. And that really reduces shame because you're like, well, I know who I am. I know I've got all of these qualities. I know what I offer to the world just in my being. And that's enough. And also when you surround yourself with people that lift you up, that also reduces that shame and increases that confidence for yourself. Not only do you accept you, but other people accept you. And not just the parts that you're willing to show them. Not just this like carefully crafted out uh, front that sometimes we choose to show people and they don't really know who we really are on the inside. I think it's just a great reminder that every 
every layer of who you are deserves to be seen, deserves to be known, and it's important. Again, that increases confidence in who you are and acceptance. The people around you are not going to bring you down and break you down, but continue to lift you up. I feel like this is a skill I've learned in adulting, quote unquote, because it's shown me that I can, again, cultivate the in my personal environment. I don't just have to take it. So when I was in toxic relationships and friendships in the past, they would just be like, oh, well, they're my friend or, oh, it's the person I'm dating. And it's like, fuck that. I don't need to do that anymore. If it's not somebody I have to deal with. I've even, you know, I don't even talk to my own father for the last like six, seven years uh, because of the type of person he is and the type of drama and chaos he brings to my life. So at the end of the day, it's just nice having that semblance of control that, you know, in a world we feel like we don't have a lot of control. But I think that there are so many little things that turn out to be big things that we can control. And this is a big one. Uh, So crafting and cultivating the people around you, I think it's self-care, adds to your self-care, adds to your emotional and spiritual, mental and physical well-being. So I want to close up this episode. The last thing I want to say is that being vulnerable only feels like shit because I feel like that's how we've been told to perceive it as. I think if there was some way I had a time machine and I could restart the world and I could say that blue is actually purple and, and red is actually yellow, that wouldn't seem abnormal to us. But I think because society reinforces us being strong, especially as Black women, like there are people that have gained so much from our silence. They have been able to step over us because we have stayed silent. I don't think that they should continue to benefit from that. Who made these fucking rules? I don't think it's a negative to be vulnerable, even though it feels different. But again, that is an old conditioning. That is what I'm trying to dismantle, what I'm trying to help you all dismantle, that showing who you are is not bad. It's actually incredibly normal, and that's what we need to start normalizing more than ever. Recreate your own world. Decide your own values. Like, this value of vulnerability is weakness and is shameful, and you shouldn't be caught dead even trying to exhibit that to anybody. If that's not a value that feels intuitive to you, you don't have to abide by that. You're not hurting anybody. That's what I've decided for myself. Uh, As soon as you decide that that's not a value of yours you get to decide your own and only your opinion matters. So I wanted to start throwing in a little self-care science tip because, um, and because I have a background in science, I thought this would be a great way to bring in just like what I know and what I've researched. And so uh, something that I hear all the time and I feel like actually works is when you are feeling overwhelmed, like you want to cry, let yourself drop those tears. Not just for the simple fact of that you need to let it flow and let it, you got to get it out, but it actually releases happiness chemicals in your brain. So you know the dopamine and serotonin and endorphins, all of that. It releases a brief euphoria to mass physical pain and it is a response to pain and stress that alleviates anxiety and depression. So that feeling of there is less of a weight on your chest after crying, if you are a crier, speak for myself, that is a chemical response and a way that you can practice self-care. So so that's my self-care science tip for this week. Thanks for listening and As usual, let me know your ideas, give me some feedback, rate, subscribe, review, all of those words I always forget, and just send me your personal problems. Let me hear about them. Talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you guys again for tuning in to an episode of Sister Struggles. So please rate, review, subscribe, and just let me know what you think. And I would love to hear what you guys would love to hear on future episodes. 